Yo. You, you, you are now listening to the smoking section. Oh, yeah. Or you'll find hot topics. And fire conversations. Keep it locked. Hear me? YouTube, Twitter, um, I think it even hits Twitch, and then I'll end up posting this to... So you don't edit this? Huh? You don't edit this? No, no, man, man, I like it raw. All right, all right. (laughs) But uh, yeah, dude, welcome to the show. I am am thankful that you came through. You know, you were definitely somebody, especially once I started hanging out with all the fellas down in Oxnard, like, I wanted to make sure that you came on and, and... Got to pick your brain a little bit, you know what I mean? Uh, Word. But welcome to the show. Cheers, salute. Damn, I fucking don't have a drink. God damn it, fuck. Hey, dude, it's the smoking section, bro. You're allowed to do whatever you want here. Um, well, I don't. Well, I can't smoke in the library. But give me a second. Well, I got something to choose from. I got a Calen 12. Ooh. Oh, I can't see the camera there. Fuck, that sucks. Or a Calen 12 in a double cast. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think I'll just go with the regular one today. So there, I'll have a drink with you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get you a drink for it, dude. Well, cheers and... And, and get to introduce to everybody, bro. This shit's yeah. exciting, man. I'm I'm telling you, when I had Scott on, the first thing, the first thing I thought of was like, "Fuck, man, I need to get Mark on here, bro." Um, was he like this too, like via the thing, or was he like in person? Now we did do one on on Streamyard like this. Um, the mm-hmm. last time I was in Florida, but um, him him and a couple of the guys. Um, Oh God! God, what's his name? Renee, Renee from over there was uh was on the show with him, and then me and him did one solo one in person. So, he's he's been on the show twice already. Oh, awesome! Yeah, Scott likes to do this stuff, man. Like he's always asking me, when am I gonna get do my second season? When am I gonna do my second season? But you know, I get caught up, dude. I get legit. Life gets fucking busy, but you know, and then, but I do plan on doing some episodes uh, this coming month. So maybe I can get a season two out there, you know, but I don't do it. I don't, I don't have it live like this. um, I actually do the whole editing and all that stuff and put them. I don't know. It's cool. I I like the learning experience, but um, maybe I should just start doing it live. It seems a little bit better actually. Yeah, man. I mean, especially for this platform, I'm a super big proponent, dude. They do the live feed. They distribute it for you. You can do the little banners like I got on the on the thing. Um, they give you the option of saving the video file or if you want to just save just the audio. Um, and then I also use Anchor to post my podcast. So they share everything for me, too, like across Apple Podcasts and all that. So mm. it makes it really easy, bro. So this is fun. You know, I used to do it like I used to also have a way of doing it without video, but it was like a phone call type of thing. And that, oh, that yeah. just felt weird. I like to see people's faces. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like I yeah, I, I can see that. I um I had it where people can call in while I was gonna do that. And I I never I never implemented it, but I'm going to start where they can call in, we can who's the next caller, blah blah blah. You know what I mean? It trying to make it a little bit more interactive, but um yeah, I think maybe live might be a little better. I never thought about using a platform like this. I just used YouTube anyways. And uh, I don't think I signed up for any other type of platform. Maybe I should, but um, I'm not too privy to it, you know? Yeah, dude, this this one here itself, it's like for the premium package, it's like like 49, like 49 or like 50 bucks a month. So it's stupid cheap, dude. I, I, I always recommend it to people. Um, they never failed me yet, so. Oh, well, maybe I'll look into that one. Modelo, huh? Is it Modelo time? Mm-hmm. It's Modelo time somewhere in the world, dude. So I guess it is right here. Uh, I'll so sort real of, quick, man. dude, let people know who you are, what you do, 
and then uh and then we'll kind of go from there bro i got i definitely got some questions for you though uh what i do uh well i'm an educator i work with um asshole kids i'm just kidding um i work with a lot of troubled kids you know kids i think they're tough even though we uh live in the pop tart generation right now um that's what i do um my name is you see my name right there mark horns i have that's my ig um i have a small little podcast that i do on youtube too i haven't done any episodes but you know if you guys stay tuned maybe i'll maybe i'll start dropping some hit a like button in there too find me on youtube find me on ig hell yeah horns tv man uh, horns tv there you go uh yeah and you were talking about doing season two like what is what is kind of some of the stuff that you talk about on there i've watched some well, of this go ahead no I've, I've watched some of an episode but i didn't like like thoroughly go through everything so what is what is some of the topics you cover on there well weird part is is that i really don't even have topics dude i just mm. i just bring someone on and we just fucking bullshit dude like the whole time um if, uh i brought in a lot of like new since so we brought we started we started doing this in the beginning of the pandemic um i mean you know javi you know scott we we started doing a little podcast thing called contra amigos and we started and we got in, we got together we were just kind of bullshitting for the long run. Then Hobby did his, and then I kind of did mine. Hobby's still doing great with his, and that's awesome. Um, and then I, I wanted to do it on video more. You know what I mean? I always think I always thought video was fun. So then, um, got all the equipment, bought a bought a Mac. I learned how to do uh, what is it? Uh, iPro, I think, or something like that. Whatever the um, software is for for a Mac and I, I learned how to do video editing, audio editing all within like 30 days, dude. And after 30 days, I was like, all right, I'm ready. I launched my first episode where I interviewed myself and I used two cameras um, back to back wearing two different outfits. It was kind of cool. If you guys watch, uh, watch it, it's actually kind of unique and it's something I never, you know, this is coming from a, not even a beginner, just an, a novice, a novice, you know what I mean? So but it was cool. It was fun. But uh, a lot of the stuff I talk about, some of it was like uh, some current stuff. Um, just about people that are hustling out there in the street, dude. Um, because I I was saying in the beginning of the, the whole pandemic, dude, did, the whole pandemic did two things to people. It either broke them down or it made their minds real creative and they started thinking outside of the box. I watched so many people come up now, dude, like starting small businesses yeah, they're not millionaires or nothing, but they're thinking outside the box. They're learning businesses. They're learning all kinds of stuff. It's not these people that are just waiting around for a paycheck after at the end of the week at school. I mean, at work, you know, so um, example, I think it was like my second or third episode. There's this guy. He does. A, he makes these candies. It was called exotic candies. He started it and he still lives in the same place. Little tiny business. He went from two. He started the business with two hundred dollars ended up becoming a six-figure company within a year mm -hmm. you know like if he it only made you or break you and you know sorry to say some people are, are weak on that and they didn't they didn't they didn't utilize what they could have done while they while we were locked down i didn't i didn't take a lockdown you know what i mean i was partying and raging every day ask scott him and me were barbecuing almost every day pounding bottles and it was just we probably shouldn't have done that because we drank a lot, but it was <laughs> nobody was telling us what to do while everyone was, you know, everyone was locked down in their house and stuff. Actually, I, I actually enjoyed the whole beginning of the pandemic because I hate traffic, dude. Mm -hmm. I love being able to wake up in the morning and just like getting from here to L.A. in 25 minutes. You know what I mean? No traffic at all, dude. Like I, it's I don't know. Some people looked at it as detrimental. I thought of it as a as a benefit, you know what I mean? Cause like I said, I hate traffic. I hate being around a bunch of people all at the same time. So I like to get to where I got to go, but you know, back in the other episodes, a lot of, a lot of the episodes are just about like entrepreneur dudes. And, um, um, we had another guy that was on there. He did like, a uh, what is it? Streets of Vintage. It was like a huge flea market. I think it's still going out here now in Oxnard. Um, uh, Jose. I think I think the guy's name's Jose, right? Uh, his partner, Jose, too. He, I think he was supposed to come on at one time, but I forgot what happened. But his uh, other partner, um, he came on. And then we had a, 
a lady uh she was doing the june uh, juneteenth thing here in oxnard um and then the rest were just like people that were starting small businesses you know um but this next season i really want to get into depth on like where where the rough and rugged was a part of my life and other people that were involved in my life at that time i mean you know me now um i'm i can tell you this i'm not the i'm not the same person as i was 10 years ago like fucking 23 year old me will kick my ass right now you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i'm a total uh, like good benefit thing about masonry dude it makes you a better person too you know so um a long time ago I, I wasn't that person i was just a knucklehead you know about that gang gang life and all that shit dude and uh mm-hmm. eventually you know you get introduced to something that's better and then you kind of follow the path into the enlightenment but uh yeah, I, I kind of want to touch more into depth on how some of my friends, how we came up, how we grew up. You kind of know like how, uh, uh, what's that guy's name? He's on Joe Rogan's show, the fat dude, Coco. Yeah, yeah, Joey yeah. Diaz. Like, I like his stories, dude. He always talks about his past and they're always funny stories and they're like super comical. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, because they're all racist. I, I, yeah, dude. And I actually have a lot of funny stories like that where like I would need to bring people in to be like to be ver so I can get verified by the stories that I tell you know what I mean? you know what I mean they're like oh yeah that absolutely happened that happened mm-hmm. but um, that's kind of what I want what I want to do with this next season coming up and if I do I do if not then you know no no skin off my back I mean you know I'm a I'm a busy individual right now uh, I'm trying to run the organization and trying to do as best as I can um, but you know sometimes you're just married to the lodge too you know. Yeah, dude. And I mean, everything you just said, bro, like in the past few minutes, it was a bunch that I wanted to touch on because we got to talking, you know, Saturday before I left. And it's like, damn, bro, like we kind of grew up in literally some of the same neighborhoods, like right yeah. around, you know, like the neighborhood around you- on the same blocks, same guys like, oh, yeah, I know that dude. Oh, you know that dude, too? Yeah, I know him, too. You know, and it's it's crazy because you know i'm making my way into you know bettering myself and learning to like push push aside all these different desires and 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 you know curve myself curve myself out and so from from your perspective right like what do you think because you tell me the stories but i I, you know i want i want you to be able to be able to speak for it yourself like where like now looking back to where you were like what do you see like what do you see in people like what do you see like their issue with you know i hate to say this term but it's like pull your bootstraps up you know pull yourself up by the bootstraps dude do the do the work like you were talking about exotic candies which i've tried which is shout out exotic candies fucking fire but it's like this dude came up with 200 bucks bro and now he's got this booming fucking business so like what do you think stops people from having that same drive like that you had to improve your own self? Because I know, I know about you. I know a little bit about your story, man. Uh, well, a lot of times, dude, people make excuses for themselves. You know, um, people can't uh, take responsibility for them, for their own selves. They always blame something. And you know, and I was, and I was the same, I was the same motherfucker, dude. I did the same shit growing up. I blamed everybody but myself. And, you know, I was just enabling myself. Um, oh, my dad wasn't around or, oh, fuck these cops. They don't like us because we're Mexican. Well, stop doing fucking dumb shit and you won't get fucking busted. Yes. Uh, yes. Sometimes cops do fucking profile you. And to this day, I still get profiled sometimes, you know, but um, for the most part, if you're not doing dumb ass shit, you're not going to be getting fucking ran up on or anything like that, you know, and your appearance, the way you appear to people. It's the type of energy you're going to give out, you know. So back in the day, dude, even when I first started coming around the lodge, I was I was fucking in Dickies, creased up, chucks, fucking hoodie. Like I look like a I look like a goddamn undesirable dude. And if, you know, if the guy, if the older guys here are at our lodge, dude, if they were uh, if they had any sense, they would have just kicked my ass to the curb, dude. But, you know, now I'm here and. um but yeah, dude, you you look you look a certain way. You're gonna project a certain energy. You're gonna and then you're gonna you're gonna get a party from it, you know. So, um, 
now, I mean, I dress in regular ass clothes. I don't look like I'm looking for trouble. But when you look for trouble, yeah, you're going to find it, dude. You're going to mm-hmm. fucking find it. And speaking of neighborhoods, I mean, you, you, where you're at now, I grew up in that neighborhood when it was at its prime and it was like fucking, it was grimy, dude, like ultra grimy. And, uh, I mean, you can only do two things, man. You can either make excuses for yourself or make yourself better. So choose your struggle. You know what I mean? Like it, it's not easy, but it, it t- I'll tell you what, all these, like all these gangster ass fools and everybody talk about how hard they are, or how, you know, they want, like, they just w- want to be tough. You know what? That quote in a, in a Bronx town when he's a, be a working man, that's a real tough guy. Honestly, that's a real fucking tough guy, dude. Grind it, it out, dude. Be the fucking tough guy. Cause that shit's hard. It's fucking hard. Um, after I kind of started leaving the, all that fucking, um, that homie mentality shit behind dude i i decided i wanted to try college i never tried it before fuck i never even went to high school dude i honestly don't even know how i got a diploma to tell you the truth like i literally never went to high school um so i wanted to i tried i tried the whole college thing man but i was in a really rough time because at the same time i was living in my car for like almost fucking like dude close to almost five years dude like it was like three off and on to to the fifth year um but I graduated with five college degrees, dude. And um, every single day I fucking all the scars I wore from that, from those five years, dude, I fucking wore them with pride, dude. Cause you know what? Like I wasn't going to stop and I wasn't going to go back to where I came from. Cause I've already been there. I know where it's at. I know what it's about. I know what can happen to me if I do go back. And it's sad to say, sometimes I don't even want to go out with some of my old school friends, dude, because I know five minutes with them will fuck up my life. Sorry, guys, but you know it's fucking true out there, dude. And you know I'm a fucking animal sometimes like that. And I can, and I have idle hands, dude, so I stay busy, you know. Mm-hmm. You got to circumscribe those desires, dude, you know. And if anything, you, you really got to master yourself. You got to know yourself. You got to know what you're going to do. Like, be wary about your, be wary about yourself. You're, you're your own worst demon, you know. So if you're, if you're out with certain people, you know, you, you know, your attitude can change. You know what I mean? You get a few mm-hmm. drinks and then you just start, start start reminiscing. You get pumped up for note for what to talk about some old war stories. And then, uh, and then now you're out doing some dumb shit. But, yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, when I'm hanging out with dancer buddies, I want to dance. When I hang out with my basketball buddies, I want to play ball and I'll be damned if I'm with the neighborhood, if I'm with the homies from the neighborhood, we start talking about neighborhood shit. And the next thing it's, you know, let's get into something. And then it's just like you're saying, those 15 minutes, bro, is long enough to make some bad decisions, like some bad ones, set you back 20, 30 years. If you if you make the right ones, those right bad decisions set you back hella far, bro. Set you, I, I definitely I definitely subscribe to that theory and that idea, dude, all of it. Well, uh, I mean, a prime example, dude, like I'm living proof of that where I was doing great for a minute. And this was like in the beginning of the college part. And uh, I was doing great for a minute. Decided to go do a rager and party with all the homies and stuff. I get busted. Get busted, dude. And and the messed up part is that it was for some old stuff that I did as a kid. For some old vandalism stuff that I did. Mm-hmm. And they finally found me, dude. They find the, the damn cop or detective or whatever finally found me after years, 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 years. He's all... I've been waiting for this day. So, I mean, I, and, I, and I didn't like do a lot of time or nothing like that. It was just kind of like an in and out kind of thing. But the point is, is that not only do a few minutes or can a few minutes change your life, your past, it will come up. It will, it will come, come and bite you in the ass, dude. It will fucking get you. There's no escaping to it. Um, karmatic debt is a real thing. So if he did some fucked up shit or did anything either to another person or to to any to anything, you mm-hmm. owe a debt to the universe. You know what I mean? And that karmatic debt will come back somehow, some way, some shape. Yeah, you know, so. the karmatic. I don't think people even understand that the fact that you said it, like I've heard that so few times from people, but it's so true. Like. There's a, I don't believe in good karma, bad karma. I believe that 
actions, all actions, good or bad, have a certain chromatic value. And like they, there's the saying, no good deed of man ever goes unpunished. So your, your chromatic value of whatever you're doing is still going to hold a positive and a negative to it. And, you know, how severe one is one over the other is determined by those actions and how consistent you are in those actions. Like, you know, in my belief and, you know, like that example of like, fuck man, like these cops, they're bullshit, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, dog, like, should you have been speeding? You know, let's, let's start off there, dude. Should you have been speeding, you know, or did you know your tail light broken or, you know, you probably shouldn't have been spray painting on that wall anyway, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, sure. They're dicks, you know, sure. Whatever they, you know, they roughed you up a little bit, but let's, let's get to the nitty gritty. Let's get, let's, yeah. let's, let's get to the beginning of this whole situation. Why were you even in front of them? Why were you even in the same vicinity as these people? Oh, you were doing dumbass shit. Oh, okay. Now the, now, now the plot fucking thickens, you know? Yeah. See that and, that, and that goes back to what I was saying a little bit ago is that people don't want to take responsibility for themselves, you know. Like, mm-hmm. You know what you did, you know how you were uh, governing your conduct. So, you know, act right, act, you know, act accordingly because only, only you, only you can prevent what happens to you, you know, only mm-hmm. you can allow what happens to you. I mean, except for if it's some, like some kind of crazy fucking freak accident or something where a meteor hits me or something, you know what I mean? Then you're just fucking, that's just, a, that's a, some bad fucking luck, you know, but mm-hmm. you, you gotta, you really, people just gotta, they gotta uh, really take responsibilities for themselves, man. And it's, and the further in years that we go on in this pop tart generation, dude, it's getting less and less, dude. People don't want to hold themselves accountable for shit, dude. You know what I mean? Like they'll fucking, Look at all the riots that were happening and all this shit was, was going on. They made an excuse to go and fucking riot and stuff. That's, dude, you have no reason to fucking destroy fucking people's shit, dude, regardless mm-hmm. of what it is. You know what I mean? And you want to say you're doing a protest or doing that. Well, you know what? Motherfuckers back in the day did protests and they weren't doing all kinds of crazy shit like that, dude. Mm-hmm. People got to, they don't hold any accountability for themselves, man. And it's, or it's even a, when they were, even when they were, there was they were given sermon about it too. They were told too by their same pastors and priests and leaders of their movement, like, "Hey, man, y'all gotta knock this shit the fuck off. This isn't the way. This isn't the way to get things done," you know. And I remember going to one of the protests in, in Ventura, and a girl was like jumping in front of a car, and I was like, "No, we're not here to do this. This is not what we're here to." Yes. We're mad. I get it. We're all pissed off, dude. But that lady has nothing to do with this. She has n- absolutely nothing. to. She's just going to work or the gas station right. or wherever right. the fuck, dude. And even if she is, you like my thing is this is if whether it's George Floyd, whether it's, you know, uh, 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 Gray or Ahmaud Arbery or whatever, if you're going to protest, you have to be as peaceful and as just as the people that were slain. Right. Like these people who you want to like, quote unquote, martyr, right, these people, then you need to be as peaceful and as just as they are in your demonstration of dissatisfaction. You can't be out there fucking flipping cars, robbing Kmart's, you know, breaking the windows here. And, and, and you know, Bobby, the hundreds show a uh, store got looted and got set on fire. And it's like, dude, he's a community activist for the same people who are burning these buildings down. So it's That's like, what I'm saying, dude. Yeah, there's. I think. I think of all of my whole theory of chromatic value. I think responsibility holds zero negative chromatic value. Like when you learn how to take responsibility of your own actions, it's like you're really set free. Like you're really brought. You're really brought forward. And yeah, a lot of people just can't do that no more, man. You know, I, I've had this talk with uh, with our friend Ruben and uh, and with Scott, dude. Um, and I, and I use these words, this, when I use karmatic debt frequently, dude, like, I know when I do some dumb shit, I'm like, fuck. Any day now, I'm going to probably have to pay for that, dude, some way or another, you know what I mean? Or who knows, maybe it'll be a year from now. But I'm not saying it's like every um, specific thing that gets done. But no matter what, like, it's just like a creditor, you know what I mean? You build that shit up, you're going to have to pay for it somehow. You know mm-hmm. I mean? So... You know, if you don't want to keep fucking paying for shit, just act right, man. You know, like, yeah, I think one of the last times we uh, we went out and having a great time and 
I got a little too tipsy. I woke up next day. I probably made a fool of myself because, you know, we're human and we do do dumb stuff. I mean, I wasn't like acting absurd where I'm like endangering people. But then <laughs> for some reason, I wake up and I have a dent in my car. You know what I mean? So oh, no. fuck, man. sometimes you, you pay for it some way or another. You know what I mean? I, and I'm not saying that, that it was connected in any way. It's just you 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 rack up a debt and eventually and you just got it. You got to pay for it. man. Mm-hmm. So besides responsibility, like what would you encourage people to do to do more to have a better life and, and build themselves up better? Well, whatever you're sad about, fix it. Like I, I'm not big on a, a, like depression and all that stuff where people need some type of medication to take care of them, you know what I mean, to make them feel mm-hmm. better. No, dude. If you really want to be, if you really want to feel better, get your fucking mind right, dude. I, I mean, I, I, as I was telling you before, um, I was a victim to my own damn self making excuses for everything. But I'll tell you one thing, man, that that uh, the term uh, mind, body and soul, that is a real fucking thing, dude. So when I started the whole college thing, right, I took a yoga class, dude, fucking homie motherfucker looking like doing fucking downward dog and shit, right? It was a fun class, though. It was a fun class. I sat in the back. I got to have some great views and stuff, being a perv, I guess you can say. But <laughs> um, nonetheless, you know, getting all those stretches in. I was unhealthy, dude. I was like fucking 300 pounds, bro. Fucking alcohol. I was still a fucking alcoholic drinking 30 pack of beer and a bottle a day, dude. And smoking weed and, you know, just being an undesirable. And uh, so I did the yoga class, right? And dude, I, I would wake up. And I'm like, dude, I feel fucking good, dude. I don't even feel like having beer. And then um, to to the point where now I don't even drink beer, dude. I haven't drank beer in four years. Mm. About four years now. Um, don't get me wrong. I still drink my spirits and my wines and stuff. I like those. You ain't going to take those away from me. Not yet anyways. But um, I would wake up, you know, go back to my yoga class, stretches and everything. Getting getting your mind right, too, because yoga is like real – it, it gets in, you get in tune with your, with yourself. And then um, not only am I passing my classes, I'm passing them with A's, dude. I never fucking, I don't know how the fuck I passed any of my courses with A's when I failed all of high school. Nonetheless, I graduated with highest honors, dude. I graduated with a 3.98 or something like oh. that for four, over five years of course, or four year four and a half years of coursework, dude. I, I held down that GPA. And uh, so I would take gym classes and I started losing some pounds and stuff. And I'm like, man, my mind's getting right. My body's getting right. You know what I mean? Now my soul's getting right. Hallelujah. You know what I mean? Like I, my, I started projecting better energy to people instead of being like that negative fucking asshole that I can be. You know what I mean? Like if people have problems, well, well, fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. You know what I mean? Well, instead just kind of, give it a better solution in, in a way, uh, just project better energy. So that whole mind, body, soul thing, you know, like people out there get it, man. Um, if you're feeling, if you're not feeling great about yourself, go do some workouts, go uh, get into shape, go do something that you've never done before that will make you physically feel different. And once you start physically feeling different, you'll start feeling better just about the, your overall environment. Then you're going to start wanting to make bigger changes. And which I did. I I mean, I'm not saying this theory of mine is going to work for everybody, but it sure damn worked for it worked for me. And I and I've seen other people um, kind of project the same thing. Um, you know, you, if just uh, when you feel good, everything else will be good. You know what I mean? Mm. I mean you're you're letting go. You're letting all the stress just kind of roll down your back, dude, and not worry about it, you know, you start learning how to, to manage yourself better, you know, you start, instead of uh, worrying about all these small, minute things of negativity, you're trying to weed them out, and you're making it more of a positive thing, you know, Mm -hmm. so like, I I mean, before, my environment was just a bunch of negativity, dude, like, oh, hey, you know, this fool got shot, or this fool's busted, or this fool this, or that, that, and you're just like, oh, 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 let's go party over here, oh, this, this happened, like, 
you think about it, it's all negativity. You know what I mean? There's nothing positive about none of that stuff. So slowly as you move away from all that stuff and you start building your, your edifice and, and being more of a, I'm not saying spiritual because that shit sounds kind of gay, but um, um, <laughs> what's wrong with being gay, dude? I got gay people in my family. I don't, you know? dude. I don't give a shit about. I, I don't give a shit about anybody being gay. I use it as a term. That's all it is, dude. And people want to get bent out of shape, they can, dude. And I don't have nothing okay. at all. But um, when you, when you start getting all that stuff, when you start building yourself up, man, you really uh. You really want to attract you really attract other things, other positive things, dude. Like, uh, for example, dude, when I started coming around the Masonic Lodge, I wasn't sure if that's what I wanted to do or not. But I made friends with these people and slowly and slowly the old friends and old me was drifting away. And I was coming back and I was just kind of walking more into the light. You know what I mean? Being around positive people, being around like-minded people, people that actually—you want to hear the fucking weirdest shit, dude? So I've always been kind of a weird to my some of my old old homies and stuff. That are Mark, Mark, you're into fucking weird shit, dude. You know what I mean? Like occultism, fucking spiritual spirituality, magic stuff, like all kinds of weird kind of hocus pocus, creepy shit. And they're like, dude, you're fucking weird because you know you know Mexicans, man. They're all Christians and Catholics and. You know what I mean? Brujeria. They're all, oh, yeah. you got those tattoos. Why are you hanging out with those guys? Aren't they like devil worshipers? And to the point where they think I'm a fucking devil worshiper. You know what I mean? But it's, I let them think what they want. So uh, as the time goes, I was just slowly just eradicating myself from that old equation and bringing myself into a new one where now I hang out with you guys almost every fucking day, dude. You know, mm-hmm. I'm busy. I'm busy here at the lodge every single day. I'm doing something for the benefit of our building and our brethren every single day. dude. There's not one day that doesn't go by where I'm not helping a brother out or they're not helping me out or just in general where I can't just call upon them and be like, hey, dude, what are you doing? Just hang out. You want to have some drinks? Just chill. Cool. You know what I mean? Like not only did they be not only are they brothers. They're some of my best friends, you know, mm-hmm. and, and over time, friends change, dude. And, and it and it is just it's just statistically shown that people rotate friends every so often, you know, except for you keep a few from each one of those groups after every seven years. So like my best friend, Angel, I've known that dude for 35 fucking years, bro. Actually, 36 years. And I'm, I'm, I, I'm only 38 years old, dude. So I've known him my whole life and we still chill. Not as much as we used to, but, you know, when we do, it's like there was no time in between. Mm-hmm. But I, it's like you have a best friend from each one of those groups. But here here at the lodge, you're just you're constantly around good company all the time. Yeah, dude, like, you know, I'm young, especially, like, considering, like, Masons wise. I feel like I'm super young. And so do I. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's like. <laughs> I look around and even though there might be this age gap between like me and fucking doc, it's like, there's still a lot of like-mindedness there. There's still a lot of, I could tell, you know, when he's, when we're talking certain things and he decides to chime in, it's like, Oh yeah, I, you know, I can relate with that. You know, even though you're a fucking dinosaur, you know, doc is but, old. yeah, he's old bro. And, but it, age is is becomes very vague you know when you're coming to camaraderie with people who are like-minded right yeah, like for sure it you know what i'm saying and you guys now have seen my son more than some of my best friends you know and so i could definitely i i definitely see that man like people need to i i, I don't like to say need to but i just wish more people would figure out like if if you're doing something and, and this thing is, you know, bringing you down, you should, you should probably cut it out, you know? And yeah, you may have a group of friends who, you know, some of my best, well, best friends I thought were my best friends were the same guys I was tagging with and fighting and all this shit. But when my dad died, were, were they weren't there. They, they hit me with the, Oh yeah, I heard, but they weren't there, you know? So it just kind of made me realize like, dude, it's okay to cut these guys out. You know, I can still be friends with you. It doesn't mean I need to spit on your name. It doesn't mean I need to, you know, wish wish bad upon you. 
but maybe I don't need to see you every Wednesday night at 6.30. I'm going to be somewhere else, bro. You know what I mean? I'm going to be over here, dog. Like, sorry, no, I'm not on the block, dog. I'm, I'm over here now. And I know what you mean. I, I know exactly what you mean. And, and during our during installation, dude, I deliberately invited a lot of my old friends, dude. I just wanted to see where this would go. And it, and it was actually the biggest and probably the best ball and chain removal that I've ever had, dude. So I invited a lot of my, a lot of the homies, a lot of friends, everybody. Handful of those friends showed up, probably like only five. And I was like, good, dude. I was glad that happened because you know what? I've always been supportive, supportive of everybody. But um, when they didn't show, it was fine. I, it, I wasn't, my feelings weren't hurt or nothing. I just wanted to see where we stood at as people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh it was a good it was a good thing for me because now it's like less things I have to worry about. I don't have to worry about like going out of my way for certain people or anything. You know what I mean? Like uh you start to I, I always have this uh this small theory of my own or not theory, but my own way of thinking. Less is best, dude. Mm, yes. The less shit you have, the less people you have in your circle, the better it is, dude. It just it's better that way because you don't have to deal with 99 problems you know what i mean mm-hmm. you just got to deal with your own and a few others you know but nonetheless um it was it i taught myself a lesson on something and look i'm i'm 38 years old and uh i'm still teaching myself my own life lessons you know what i mean if i would have only listened to older people trying to give me advice when i was a dumb kid i would have yeah. probably never been in the boat that i'm in now but at the same time I know I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't be as wise as I am now. And I know that kind of sounds weird because I'm not, I'm not an old man, but I am, I'm a, I'm a wise dude, man. And uh, I'm not saying like a wise guy or anything, but I've been through a lot and I survived a lot and I've been through more than probably a lot of other people have, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, even then, dude, like I, like, even even then you know the worst thing that you went through is always going to be the worst thing you ever went through so Mm. the worst thing you ever went through is to me is always going to be equivalent to what somebody else always went through right yours is tragic in a sense because i can relate to it i did the sleeping out of the car i did the you know making it to the funerals and making it here and you know another one another guy's got you know the the bullshit the cop you know all that but what what I super admire, especially because I remember when I first went around the lodge, bro, and I first saw you, I even remember thinking back then, I'm sorry to say, I was like, damn, this dude is a fucking gangster. Like, oh my <laughs> God, dude. Like, What bro, the like, fuck I'm is he not, doing here? <laughs> well, I didn't feel so out of place anymore. I was like, oh my God, there's somebody like, like me here, dude. Like, this is fucking nuts. Like, you know, because you hear Freemason and people think like rich dudes with like buku money and just like fucking smoking cigarettes and throwing money at the wall all day and it's like no dude like some of these guys are very like modest men they're hard-working men and some guys come from fucked up backgrounds and they're here because they're trying to they're trying to be better like they they want to be better they they not only desire to be better but they're trying to be better so why not you know and you know getting into it is is like why not be like that you know like as what you've accomplished, bro. Like being at installation, dude, was so sick for me seeing, seeing all you guys, you know, take your positions is like, holy fuck, they, they've accomplished this. Like this, this is hard work. You know, just becoming one was hard enough, dude. You know, mm-hmm. sitting around, you're waiting, you're fucking sitting in this building by yourself. And you're like, God damn it. Like, where is everybody? You know, but you know, you obviously know, but I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. That's why it's so funny to be able to talk to you about it now. It's like my, you know, my experience. But it's like to see you accomplish that, bro. You are truly like you are really one of those people where I can look towards and be like, yo, this man has built himself up block by block, you know, step by step, brick by brick, dude. And, you know, I, I, I know some people might hear us talk about all this later and be like, oh, they're mean. They're not sensitive. It's like, no, dude, like. I can, I can give two shits about people's sensitivity, man. Like, you know, that's what's – if you're going to cry about it, then you know what? Maybe you shouldn't listen. There you go. God damn right, dude. You hear that, you fucking nerds? 
<laughs> no, but for reals, man, if you're gonna cry about something, then turn the fucking turn the other way. Stop just stop being a crybaby. Like back in my day when you were a crybaby, dude, you got fucking to cry. You got something to cry for, you know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. like stop just stop your whining and just if you don't like it, then you know, sorry. But I'm not sorry. I'm sorry that your feelings are hurt and that you that you're sensitive. But um yeah, dude, uh Life can take tolls on people, man, but it's all what you're going to do with it, man. And it's just like Rocky, you know, in the movie Rocky. It doesn't matter how many times you fall down, how many times you're going to get up, dude. But eventually, <laughs> falling down, dude, it, 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 it takes your to- its toll on you, too, you know. Sometimes you're just like, fuck, like, you don't want to get up right now. But I did tell myself I'm never going to go back to where I came from. I'm not going to I'm not going to regress because I already know what's back there, dude. It's it's nothing but misery. Mm-hmm. And not only has this organization made me a better person to individuals, friends, and family, but it's actually made me a better father. You know, like I wasn't pro- I wasn't the best dad back in the day, man. And I really like tried hard to be. I see my kids all the time. I love being with my daughters. Um, I want to make sure that I leave something for them when my when it's time for me to exit this earth, um, because I don't want them to struggle like how I do, dude. I want them to have a foundation. And if you read any old history and stuff like that, wealth and all that stuff starts by some dude being broke as fuck, wanting to make a difference, and starting a cornerstone for his family. And then mm-hmm. that cornerstone getting bigger for the next generation of his family, and then so on and so on. To me, that's generational wealth, dude. And I think that's like one of the most admirable things that I like um, to learn about. Um, I watched this TV show a long time ago, and I think it actually it kind of resonated with me for so long. It was called a. Uh, it's called the company. It's kind of about like some CIA stuff, right? And this guy, he's uh, he's in the KGB, and he says this thing. He's all, "Our plan, we will be long gone from this earth before our plan flourishes." Like he's already known he's gonna be dead and gone, but in twenty, thirty years, forty years, this plan's actually gonna start to work, even though he's not gonna be around to see it. But he's mm-hmm. doing it for the purpose of something bigger than himself you know what i mean and that's i want to make sure that i can do the same for my kids man like i want to make sure that they they have something for their family and then their family after that and hopefully they don't fuck up somewhere down the line you know what i mean because kids fuck up shit <laughs> i mean look at me dude <laughs> i fucked up plenty enough yeah. but dude i mean and i remember too hearing like when i first was like, coming around and i was listening observing and you know, I first heard your, your some of your stances, and I was like, "Man, he's it's kind of hard nosed." You know what I mean? Like he's he's tough. <laughs> you know, but then I know I heard you. I heard you. I heard you throw some remarks back. You're all, dude. That was kind of fucked up. Oh, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I know, like I don't give a fuck. Like, all right, you know, like okay, like that's that's who he is. You know, but then you put him. You know, you put Mr. Torres in front around his daughters, and you see it. You see why he's so tough. You know, not only with other people, but on himself, bro. Like. I see how much you take on at the, at the lodge, dude, you know, you're planning this, you're planning that you're one of the first people to get there. You're one of the last people to leave You're, you know, this, that clocking in, you're over here at this place, you're visiting this one. And that takes, I mean, that it takes a toll being that busy. You know what I mean? Not only like mentally, physically, but trying to, trying to preserve whatever relationship you might have with your family and your kids, you know? And, but when you're, when they're around, man, and I see you with them. It's like, ah, oh, there it is. There's that. There's that ah. side. You know. So it's, you know, people can say whatever. You know, and and this is, I guess, I guess the point of all that is, is like people can say whatever they want about people like you or or me, where we're just kind of like, eh, I don't care, dude. Like, oh, like, oh, something happened to you. Like, oh, that sucks. Like, what are you gonna do about it? You know, I'm not gonna sit here and pat your back and oh, honey, it's it's okay, honey. You can cry. Like, no, don't don't cry. Or go yeah. get it out, you know. Go ahead. Cry, You're not gonna get, get a trophy for crying, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, but what what do we do? You know, I'm I'm more than willing to help people as much as they're willing to help themselves. You know, but if you're not ready to help yourself, I can't I can't lend you my hand, bro, until you're ready for it. 
you know, I'm not going to do the heavy lifting. That's kind of how, that's like my stance on like drug, uh, you know, like drug fiends and dope fiends and shit like that, dude. Like, I don't believe in addiction, dude. I 100% don't believe in it. People can bitch and moan and complain about it all they want. But uh, if you really want, if anybody in the fucking, in the world wants to stop something, they have the ability to stop doing what they're doing. You know, mm-hmm. um, they they say all these drugs and all that stuff's uh, super addictive. You know what? They say alcoholism is the biggest addictive problem out there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I stopped it. I don't have to do this. I do this because I want to, but I'm nowhere near where I was. What I was doing, dude, where the point was is that I was like I, I told you earlier. I was drinking like thirty pack in a bottle a day by myself, dude. I was mm-hmm. 305 fucking pounds, dude. No one believes me I was that big, by the way, either. But um, I was a huge fucking chungus, dude. <laughs> and when I hear and when I hear people bitch about their weight and or anything like that, I'm like, dude, then shut the fuck up and do something about it. Stop. Put that fucking hot dog down. Put that fucking beard down and go fucking make a difference and stop fucking shoving that shit down your fucking throat, dude. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Stop being a fucking savage on the food. Stop fucking in, overindulging. You know, the ancient ancient societies already figured this kind of shit out. Why do we feel like shit as human beings, dude? Because we overindulge in shit, dude. If I overindulge in fucking scotch and bourbon one night, I feel like shit because we overindulge. If you're moderate, moderate about it, you'll feel fine. If you eat a whole bunch of grease, dude. As a matter of fact, I ate this fucking sandwich. It's called a Monte Cristo sandwich. You know what a Monte Cristo sandwich is? Yes, a deep fried sandwich. Okay, I never had one before. I don't know why I wanted to eat this, but I wanted to fucking eat it. So I ordered it. It was delicious. It was good. It was fucking great. But, dude, it fucked me up. It fucked me up bad. Because I'm not used to eating like that anymore, dude. You know what I mean? I fucking eat ground Mm -hmm. fucking turkey and shit like that, dude. You know what I mean? But I ate this fucking sandwich at like 5 p.m. 6 p.m., I was feeling like shit. I laid down, knocked out, dude. It fucking put me in a fucking horrible food coma, dude. Overindulgence. It's shit you don't need to put in your fucking body, dude. And like I was saying, our ancient ancestors already knew about this shit, dude. You know what I mean? That's why there's all that fasting stuff that they've talked about and everything. Mm -hmm. Like they had keys. Our ancient ancestors already had the keys to life. And we're just out here fucking it up, dude. You know, thinking we know better and shit like that. This is thousands of years ago. Thousands of years of history in their making. They know what they were fucking talking about. You know what I mean? And we're right yeah, here dude, especially when you sit here and think like people always wonder, oh, the great mysteries of the pyramids, you know, how they build these cities. But you look at their diet and then you think they're fucking crazy. Now you're like, oh, no, they didn't know what they're talking about. It's like, no, I think I'm pretty sure they did because we don't know even how to explain how they did this shit. So maybe we should maybe we should kind of follow their lead and, and do more. I do like I don't fast, but I try to go like a solid. 12 to 14 hours without food every day you know so once i eat dinner nothing until after like seven maybe seven seven thirty a.m then i'll eat then i'll eat breakfast but i'm not eating breakfast at 5 30 when i wake up it's just not happening yeah i don't do that either so because i wake up at 4 a.m every morning um i'm in the gym by 5 5 15 do about a two hour workout because by seven o'clock i'm showered up and then uh, I'll make me some eggs and stuff like that. So about 7.30. So from – I usually don't eat past 5. I try not to. I try really hard not to. But sometimes hanging out with you fucking guys and stuff like that, like there's food. I thought, oh, yeah, that looks good. I mean, I, like I said, I'm human. I fuck up too. But for the most part, I do pretty well. And mm-hmm. I don't really eat too horrible. Like, you know, I'm not out there fucking eating carne asada burritos and fucking carnitas all day and shit like that or all kinds of potatoes. But um, I try to fast pretty pretty moderate. I mean, it's not like I'm starving myself or anything. But, you know, for, for everybody else out there, man, if you feel shit, like if you feel shitty, if you feel fucking not comfortable in your own skin, well, you got to make a physical change. You got to do something that you weren't willing to do before. And if it's hard. And that means you're doing it right, because if it was hard, then everybody would be doing it easy. Everyone would be doing it. So mm-hmm. when you accomplish something fucking difficult and hard, congratulate yourself on it. Because like I said, if it's if it's hard, 
or if it was easy, everyone would do it. And yeah. then there's there's no there's no trophy at the end for you. I'm not saying there's a fucking real trophy, but you know, like there's no gratitude for it, you know. So if something's hard, really just put your all into it. And even if you don't accomplish it, at least you put your all into it, but don't quit. Don't ever fucking quit something, dude. You know what I mean? Like just dude, you gotta keep you gotta keep it pushing, man. Dude, like just even hearing it, right? And going back to this whole like, you know, put the hot dog down, put away <laughs> from the beer, you know. But it's like people sit here, they want this magic pill that, you know, I seen this Instagram ad on some weight loss shit. I don't know why it was even on there. But it was like, don't, you know, take this magic powder. You don't have to work out. Don't have to change your diet. Lose, you know, 30% of your weight. I'm like, dude, that is not the message to be sending to people because it's that's a lie. Like, you can't just fucking pound Snickers all day long and drink this little powder <laughs> and think you're going to lose weight. Like, you got to come to the decision of, do I do what's, do I do the the, the hard thing? Or do I continue to fucking hate my life? Like, okay, you want to fucking, I'm not saying be Mark and get up at 4 a.m. But No, don't, you guys will hate that, by the way. (laughs) But, hey, people, check out Mark's fucking Facebook and Instagram. The man's buff, okay? He's hiding it under the shirt. He's buff. I'm not buff. So he went from 400 pounds to fucking. I said three. (laughs) 300 pounds to solid. And, you know, it's getting up at four. It's working out. It's, you know. Try it's you know managing managing your intake of certain vices you know managing your food not being like oh you need to starve yourself enrich yourself no I'm not you know I enjoy my beers I enjoy my cigarettes but I also run two miles on the treadmill every day you know so where I would maybe run one mile every day I smoke so I run two miles I'll get in three miles some days because I know like. I have to put in the extra labor because I do unto my body. That's unjust for it. You know, like it's like saying, it's like for people, like, I just wish they would say, Hey man, if you're going to make these choices, like you were saying, take responsibility for these choices and make the necessary actions. If you're ready for it, if, if you're truly fed up with being a fat fuck, then get up, go work out and just watch your diet, dude. Don't eat two burritos eat one you know <laughs> don't even you know, honestly dude you know you know you know i kind of as much as it kind of pisses me off and it's kind of a good thing so you know when you go out to eat now because inflation has gone up so much right portions are fucking small yes. right so here's an example i don't i don't typically eat fast food at all dude but when i do i'll go to del taco because it's like the least amount of bad shit you know what i mean you can't really go bad with fucking beans and fucking some a little bit of ground beef you know what i mean so um i remember like a half pound bean and cheese burrito at uh del taco right it was a dollar right good it's worth a buck so i got one the other day that fucking thing was probably a quarter fucking pound dude that shit was small as fuck I was like, all right, you know what? Fine. It is what it is. I understand. Inflation's gone up. Fucking servings are getting smaller and the price is going up. But it doesn't constitute me to go and fucking buy two more. You know what I mean? If you just if you eat it, you'll be fine. You'll be good. You know what I mean? Just let the food settle and you'll be good. It's just us, especially Americans, dude. Americans are the fucking worst and we're the fattest motherfuckers here, dude. And it's Mm -hmm. actually quite disgusting. And my like my family, they're from the south, dude. So the, their servings are fucking humongous, dude. I'm surprised I didn't have fucking diabetes, dude. Like for reals. I should have fucking had some kind of fucking crazy heart attack already, dude. Because my grandma would be making grits, fried 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 bread, fucking fried pork chops, fried fucking fried fucking everything, dude. You know what I mean? So and. She would give I'm I'm this fucking kid, dude, and I'm getting these fucking big ass damn plates, dude, with fucking I don't know, it's probably like five thousand calories, dude. You know what I mean? You're a fucking kid eating all this shit. And that's why so many people here in America, dude, they're so fucking unhealthy and overweight, dude. It's cause we we overindulge in eating, dude. Like and then our eyes are bigger than our stomachs sometimes, too, you know. But just control what the fuck you eat, eat moderate, and you'll feel better. Um, if you need to work out a little bit, work out. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not telling everybody to go and fucking 
pump mad iron. I don't pump crazy iron. I'm not a meathead or nothing. But um, you know, I do I do need to be in shape somewhat, dude. I do want to live a long life, that's for sure. So if I can find the fucking key to life to live forever, I definitely would. I would want to live forever, dude. You know what I mean? Because I want to see what kind of shit show this fucking world is going to come to when I'm fucking 90 or 100 years old if I make it that old. Mm-hmm. I say that all the time, dude. I wish I could live to a fucking million. Me too, dude. I wish I could just be a fucking vampire, dude. If I could be a vampire and just live through the night, that would be fucking great, dude. Yeah, dude. Being, being alive is fucking rad. Like, it's so much better than being dead. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think everything's better than being dead, man, because there ain't no proof of a fucking afterlife, and I'm not putting my fucking money on faith. Yeah, yeah. You know, like... Even then, like, even if there's some afterlife, you know, like, what does it like? Does death doesn't scare me because the adventure of the after of after does, you know, excite me because I don't know what it is. And no one has ever been able to tell me what it is because no one who's ever died has ever came back, you know. So that part's exciting. But being alive, is that is fucking... I, I don't know. It's not exciting to me, man. If I don't know anyone that didn't come back, I don't know if I want to go there. You know, that's just the adventurer in me, man. But the but the alive, living Ron, you know, I fucking love being alive. I love hearing the birds chirp. I love experiencing life as I have it here on this earthly realm, you know. And I just, you know, especially here recently, I'm just trying to do all that I can to, to improve that, you know, to improve this life, to improve my experience and, and take in more, you know you know, food, like, you know, if I'm eating food, if I'm going to pay this money to eat this food, why not get the best that I could get? Like, why settle for bullshit McDonald's, dude? Well, you know, the other night when we went to the Black Bear Diner? Yeah, yeah. I was not fucking impressed with that shit, dude. I was really fucking pissed off that I spent $25 for my fucking plate and for some trash-ass food, dude, that everyone was fucking raving about this place, dude. Fuck Black Bear Viner, uh, Diner, dude. I fuck that place, dude. I'd rather go to a hole-in-the-wall diner and eat some bomb-ass shit, dude. You know what I mean? But I was Black, not impressed with that. Black Bear Diner, I'm sorry. You guys You guys need to work on your service, right? You guys were forgetting a bunch of shit, and the food is a little mediocre. Um, cute spot, you know, convenient location, but y'all need to get better. Fuck yeah, they didn't give it. What the fuck, dude? My chicken, my that chicken fried steak looked like it was in a fucking frozen box, and all they did was heat it up in the microwave, dude. That shit looked so fucking elementary, dude. That shit did not look cool. That shit looked like a piece of boot leather, dude. On the plate. Dude, the fucking baked potato I had, I fucking moved it to the side, and all the toppings fell out like little fucking clay marbles and shit, dude. This shit was fucking trash, dude. Hey, the coffee was hot though, and but she almost spilled that on us too. She almost spilled the fucking coffee on us. But it was hot. I got to give them the coffee. It was good. The coffee was all right. Uh, yeah, man, dude, it's it's cool to, you know, because you're leading the fucking mob now. Let's go. So it's just tight, dude, to see, like, you know, the person that I'm going to be following suit. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't have a problem taking direction, right? But I enjoy taking direction from people who I know are going to outwork me, you know, like, because then I have this space to grow into like there's that vacuum of of necessity and i can grow into that i can fill that void you know what i mean and and to to hear to even have you know our, our really our like first own one-on-one talk you know what i mean um well even though other people are watching whatever um it's it's tight dude it's it's really tight to hear and and to know that going into the year man it's going to be fucking it's going to be exciting, bro. We got a lot. We got a lot to fucking get done, dude. And I already know it's going to get done. I already, I'm already yeah. knowing. I'm already knowing. Well, I keep the lodge busy. That's for sure, man. And it is going to, there is going to be a lot to do. So don't feel like you're ever going to be bored, man. No, dude, there's never been a boring moment. Not one since I've came. has been one dull moment, dude. It's been fucking jam packed. And I, I enjoy my life being that way. Cause it's not, I just, the great, I, the great thing it's been is that it's, recently just got like that you know because mm-hmm. when i first came around it was not the funnest place you know it was kind of all right guys we'll see you next wednesday kind of shit you know what i mean that's all it was man i mm-hmm. uh i really try to i really tried hard to vamp this place up into just making it more 
not just like okay we're gonna hang out once a week and uh talk lodge business or whatever i made it where like the following day hey dude what are you doing oh let's go do this let's go hang out like friends outside of this place you know what i mean and that's what made it that's what's made this whole new direction that i've been trying to take this place um different um it's been more it's way been more way more active way more fun to the point where people are we're ringing we're ringing bells out there where people are like hey dude what's up uh what's going on over there you know what i mean mm-hmm. so when when i hear it like that dude from other people they're like hey dude so what's going on over there this week i know something's getting done right finally you know what i mean because mm-hmm. that's what it's about man and you know hopefully it stays like that in in the future you know you guys keep you keep that kind of momentum going because i'm not going to be here forever you know what i mean <laughs> oh man well dude listen bro we're, we came right here towards the end is there anything well first thank you again for coming onto the show and and being you and, and just being honest about everything i fucking love it um is there anything that you want to sign off with or or you know drop a little gem here for the end of the podcast I don't know, man. Was did do we tackle any subjects that you wanted to? I just felt like we were just talking. <laughs> no, dude, we literally did, bro. We literally I I have always every time I've looked towards you, bro, I see, you know, I first saw, you know, this guy who's running the you know, helping run the lodge, all these things. And then you get down to a deeper level, you know, it's like, oh well, Mark, you know, he had a this this crazy ass past, you know what I mean? And then it's like, you know, Mark is also very strict with himself. He's strict with the people that he cares about and the people that he finds himself around, you know? And then it's like, well, he's also a family man. So he's strict around these people and he's strict on himself because not only does he love people, but he loves them truly. Like when, when he cares about you, he cares about you truly. And he's willing to help you literally gave me the shirt off your back. You know what I'm saying? Like literally clothed me one day while I was soaking wet. you know what i'm saying and people can sit here you know and and i enjoy that personality that you have that 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 stance that you take because we need more of it people aren't willing to look at their friends and the people that they call family and be like listen dude you're fucking up and you need to get yourself right like it's not their fault it's not their fault it's your fault take like even if it's not just take responsibility let's get the job done and we need more of that and yeah. so all everything right now, bro, was everything I had, I had been hoping, wishing, and praying to talk about with you, bro. So thank you. Really do. I'm, uh-huh. I'm really thankful. Well, let's see if I can start rocking with this uh, next season, man. And when I do, I'll put you – I'll throw you on there too, dude. Uh, Scott – I told Scott he'll probably be the first dude on there. I have a couple other people. Like, uh, dude, people always hit me up about it, dude. And it's just like – I don't want to say um, I'm quitting on it. It's just – Sometimes life gets busy, man, and, you know, life got busy for me, you know, because, like, when we were in the beginning of the pandemic, like, it's not like I was going to work at the office, you know, I was kind of basically working at home, so I had a lot more time, you Mm -hmm. know, working in education with all these knucklehead kids, dude, it kind of, it kind of puts a toll on you, dude, it definitely puts a toll on you, because you deal with a hundred different personalities a day, dude, you know, so, but, uh, I'll try to get this uh, second season rolling and then um, get that start uh, getting that squared away. I don't know if I'll do live like you do. I, th- I kind of like the whole live thing. That's kind of cool, man. How do you know if you have viewers on here, dude? Does it tell you? Yeah, it's got a viewer number right here. It's got it lists all the different fucking comments that I got. I don't know if you can see it on your I can see them. <laughs> I don't know what they say. Uh, there has just been some randos. I don't even know who these people are. Like, hold on, let me let me put this one up. Like, what does that even say? More no, that looks like a fucking scientific fucking table and shit right there. Born, born to go. Well, you fucking loser, whoever you are, thank you for coming. Fucking yeah, but yeah, they have all that, bro. Banners, like I'm saying, this platform, dude. This, I'll I'll send you the link. Or you have the link now, dude. Just. You can go in there and, and, and check it out, kind of see what they have to offer, bro. This place is it's super dope. You know what? I just looked at it. There's a private chat, but it doesn't it says chat with host and other guests. I don't see any other fucking get oh, this is like fucking Zoom, huh? <laughs> okay, well, yeah, it would be like guests. Like if we had like four or five people on here, you know, doing like a bigger thing, yeah, it would mm-hmm. be you could literally message them privately. 
oh, that exactly like Zoom, bro. But Zoom, you got to download the audio and then download this and then post it. This one does it all for me. Just mm. And I'm good. All right. Well, yeah. So if anybody that wants to check out IG, it's literally right there where my name, Mark.Horns. Uh, if you want, you can click on the link. You can find the YouTube channel if you want to uh, watch some cool episodes, if you think they're cool. If not, then don't don't you ain't hurt my feelings it's not like i'm trying to get rich off the ship um anything that may have sparked your interest give me a holler if you're if you're a big old fat dude you want to lose some pounds i can give you i can give you some direction to help you you know someone should have told me i was fat i would have probably done something different faster you know what i mean but no one told me a damn thing i had to just learn it the hard way there you go but anyways uh find me I'm sure he'll share my IG with you guys. Uh, if you want, follow me. Don't. I don't. I don't even give a shit. But um, I don't know, man. Hurry up and do your work out there and get back to California, dude. Yes, sir. I'm already planning it now as we speak, bro. Some of the guys are getting ready. As a matter of fact, I hear someone knocking on the chamber doors, man. All right, brother. Let's go ahead and wrap it up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on, Mark. We'll talk to you soon. All right, brother. All right, bro. Check you later, man. All right, bro.